0: All right, so this is the Psychotic Strength podcast. Uh, this is Tyler Toby Townsend. I'm Brandon. All right, um, yeah, let's kind of hop into it. Uh, gym update. You've been walking extra today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really haven't, man.
0: Still lost, still down that 15 pounds though. Still right?
1: down to 15 pounds. Yeah, okay. yeah, man. Well, that's still good. Really... I mean, at least you're
0: not gaining it back. Yeah. Yeah, you still look beautiful. COVID so. was
1: good for something.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not just uh, conspiracy. <laughs> And stuff. <laughs> um, so, oh, I don't think I even told you this yet. So my heart got broke a little on Saturday. I popped my bicep again. Oh, no. It's the no. same one. Uh, it's not a full tear, but if you look at it, I wish we were taping these, you can see the empty hole here.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah, I'm
0: missing a chunk of that bicep rolled up in my arm. Oh. Um, I was picking up a sandbag, 240 pounder up and over a 52-inch bar, and uh, it was my fourth my fourth rep. And I went to pick it up. I lapped it, and then I went to pull and snap. And I just dropped it and put it away. And uh, I thought it was funny, like, because I was just thinking about the other people are seeing. I come in, I set up my shit, I do a couple reps, and then I angrily storm out. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Anyone who, who knows about lifting knows I probably hurt myself and I'm getting the fuck out of there. Because, like, I'm not 20 anymore. I'm not gonna hurt myself and just work around it or just keep pushing through it. Like, I'm pissed, right? So,
1: how does something like that? Uh, how does some? First of all, how does something like that heal up? Do you have to have surgery on that? So or?
0: yeah, this was my one and only surgery so far was to reattach my bicep last time that it happened, and uh, so we're trying to figure out. I have to get an ultrasound and see if it's a full tear or not. I don't think it's a full tear. It didn't hurt as bad as last time. Um, but then again, it was connected differently last time. Sure. Right. So it's apparently supposed to be stronger than it was before, but, um, we'll see until I get an ultrasound. I'm not going to get too upset. Uh, I was about to cry that night. Um, basically because the doctor, the surgeon that gave me the surgery last time said it should be stronger than last time. So you should be okay. But if you break it again, you're done. Like you won't be able to power lift anymore. And I'm like. Cause so it'll just keep happening over
1: and, over and over. First thing that ran through your head was, "I'm done." I'm done. God.
0: Yeah. Man. So I put away all my shit, and I was so frustrated. I made a doctor's appointment immediately in the car. Which I love the new apps and shit. Yeah. Cause I had to wait on wait on the phone for fucking half an hour before I get anybody. <laughs> sure. This shit, I go in there, I check all the times my doctor's available. I checked in. Um, motherfucker canceled on me. This is the second time, but his. Another, another doctor was able to see me at, like, 1.30 that night, that day, too. So, it sucks. I get in there, and she's like, yeah, you, you tore your bicep. I'm like, and, like, what are we going to do about this? <laughs> so, I'll, I'll refer you to orthopedics. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like... Do something immediately.
1: Well, that's how that's how it goes, man. You, yeah. A doctor can't do anything. A doctor just goes in and tells you what what's wrong. And norm, and most of the time, you already know, right? Like, like you knew right. you had a torn bicep, right? But right. you can't call the orthopedic and go see them and say, "Hey, I tore my bicep again." I need a referral. You got to go to the doctor and yeah. get the referral. The doctor has to go. Hey, you tore your bicep. And you're like, well, I know. That's what I. I'm here paying this co for, for you to send the note over to that guy. I need to make your boat payment so that I can go over there and make his boat payment. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I need you guys flying these yachts. Exactly. I need, I need flying yachts no. everywhere. It does. It gets frustrating. It, it gets really frustrating. And then, and then the wait times and stuff right now are just insane to get into a doctor. Well, so the other thing, too, is uh, Ortho called me today. And she
0: set up an appointment for, like... Next Wednesday. And oh, I'm like, nice. fuck, man. And she's like, but we would prefer you to get a hold of your past surgeon, who I don't even know his name. It's two years ago, right? Sure. Um, and get a hold of him and, and have him check your shit. That way, you know, he knows more about the situation. He knows what he did and what he didn't do. Oh, um, well, so the doctor had told me to go through the surgeon's notes that apparently it wasn't a complete, it was like a good 90% of my bicep detached. So her theory is either he chopped it chopped the rest of it and reattached the whole thing and i just broke some of it or he reattached what was broken and left what wasn't and what wasn't ruptured finally broke.
1: Interesting. So
0: she's still trying to figure that without an ultrasound i won't know. Um, just because she was saying the weight was connected because i had told her it looked weird when he first did it. It it like came across this way. Like, I could see the lump much different than this side. Okay. So, um but yeah, they're like, oh, see the other surgeon? And then uh, I call the other one, trying to get them. They're like, oh, yeah, March 15th, we can see you. I'm like, fuck that. Like, I need to be seen immediately. I compete. Like, I don't have fucking time for this. Like, I need to go in there, or I'll just come in and just wait patiently outside of your fucking door until someone agrees to see me, right? Like, I'm not playing this fucking <laughs> game with you, and so... They're getting me in on Monday. Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: You but... know what you do is you tell them your, your insurance is being canceled, and they'll get oh, you in. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't think they give a shit. They'll send you in, boys. Well, no, they, they'll, they uh, like, if you let them know, like, like uh, so I, I wanted to go see, because I'm, I'm leaving my job. My insurance is up at the, at the when I'm done, and so I called them up and said, hey, uh, I need to get in and see the doctor, and the lady first gives me this appointment that's, like, a month out, and I'm like, no, no, no. My insurance expires at the end of the month. You guys have to get me in. And she's like, oh, we'll get you next week. I'm like, why didn't we start there? Right. You know? yeah. like, why didn't we start with the next week stuff? Uh, but I, 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 they have they have slots open for urgent or, or more urgent cases to see people, you know. And right. uh, I was just going in for a physical and blood draw for my cholesterol, you know. Yeah. So... Yeah, well, uh, this so one that, is... That's his... a little bit more urgent there. The bicep tear is probably... Because, like so. you said, you compete, man. You're, you're competing. This is, like, part of your life. And, and, well, what and that, you do? that's the thing, too.
0: So Joey, or Coach, I'm just going to call him Coach. It's easier than that. I don't like Joey because my cousin's yeah. name's Joey, and I don't like him. Um, but uh, so he's like, look, don't get down. Let's figure out what's going on because uh, if it's a partial and we're just healing it naturally, then you're definitely not doing the one in March because I have a competition March, like, 5th. That's not going to happen. Um, but we may still be able to get you in on June. And I'm like, okay. So that was hopeful. But if it's a full tear, I'm not competing. And then, uh, he said, but we'll, we'll still get you shredded. We'll get you down to
1: 230 pounds. So he's put a lot into me already. And, uh. Now, let me ask you this. I I, I apologize for the uh, interruption. Um. Is there stuff you can still do at the gym, or I mean, so you're not done going to the gym? You're just done with the with the powerlifting part of it, with so the arm. So my arm problem
0: stuff. is, I'm a competitor. That's what Man. I am. So if I don't have something to compete against, getting me to the gym is not easy. Got gotcha. you know what I mean? Makes sense. Like competing against myself is how I started. You know, I was pissed off. I was almost three hundred pounds, and so I wanted to lose all that weight. Right. Then I got into competition, and uh, when I don't have a competition coming up. I'll skip the gym for, like, a full couple weeks, you know? Like, which is unlike me. Because I like being in there once I get there. But, yeah. So, he's still trying to get me down to a 230. And, uh, that's what he had me do. He's like, do all the leg machines because you're doing legs. If someone can help you load the safety squat bar, which has, like, handles, you don't need your arms for it, do that. And, um, just the people there, yesterday I didn't feel comfortable asking. I just don't like them very much. They're just gotcha. staring. But, um... Yeah, so I just did the machines, and, and then I had to do cardio. I did like half an hour of walking, and it's whatever. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, nice. he said something about crossover training. So if I pump up this side of my chest, it should have some sort of effect, at least slightly keeping some of this muscle on this side.
1: So we'll see. So you work out like the one arm? Yeah. It's just going to look like you just sit around and stroke it all day? because you seen be like... in the water? I, well, I was thinking Quagmire from Family oh Guy. My God, yes. <laughs> when he discovers internet porn and he, right. he shows up and he's got the one Popeye arm. He's yeah. <laughs> <It's> like,
0: what? <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes, so I will look like that. Okay. No, cool. I, I probably won't. I'll probably just not focus on my arms at all and focus on everything else. My arms are already pretty fucking big. So even if they lose some some size, if I cut fat down, they'll still look good. Sure. So sure. I'm not too worried about it, but. Uh, I'm still worried about it. I'm sad. Sure, of course, this comp- man. That's... This competition is... Uh, look, I was talking to some of my friends. You know, this is uh, it's part of my identity.
1: Well, and, mm-hmm. and you already know you're going to miss one. Like, you're, it's guaranteed you're going to miss one in March, right? Right. So, oh, man, that sucks, dude. I'm sorry.
0: It is what it is, man. And I'm trying to take it like that because, I mean, honestly, I don't even know yet. So why get all upset about something I'm not even sure is going to happen? Right. So if I got to rest, but I can still compete, I'm going to rest. You know, like, I'm going to do what's necessary. And uh, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. I get down to the 230 pounds, and then I work strength up from there. So, could be a blessing. I don't know. We'll take it like that until, uh, until it shows its other side if necessary. Yeah, man.
1: That's, uh, well, that's a positive way to look at it. Good way to look at it. I have to. Or I'll, I'll cry. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, look, I, I'm shoulder. at that point. I appreciate right. you. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, so yeah, that's the gym update. I did make it yesterday. I skipped out. I, this happened Saturday, so I skipped Monday. Um, just because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I thought I was... I don't know. I didn't think I was going to lift. And then he's like, no, fuck that. You're going to get in there. You're going to keep up your diet. All this other shit. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I just had McDonald's, so... <laughs> you know? <oops. laughs> Whoops. But, uh, My bad. Yeah, so anyways. But uh, that, that's kind of what this whole... This whole idea started from, anyways, the psychotic strength, you know? I mean, you have to be slightly insane to be even into any of this shit. So, I'm crazy. Everyone hates it. My mom, my grandma, my wife, girlfriend, everybody. Well, I came out weird. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, shit. So, everybody hates it because I just constantly, I'm getting hurt constantly, you know? Um, but I feel like it's the same thing as if you're working on your business, right? Like... So when I work on my business, um, I fail a lot, right? I consider me working on my body the same way. My body's going to fail. It's going to give out on me. Something's going to happen. I'm going to have to work around it. Um, I just have to adapt and adjust and keep going. Um, Yeah, I'm slightly insane, and I'm okay with it. I'm down to work out.
1: You know what's awesome, though, too, brother, is that there's always something to compete at. Right. You know? So whether it's whether it's weightlifting or you know it's it's chest there's always something to compete at you know and so don't lose the competitive spirit you oh, know I can't. and it's uh, it, <laughs> and that's a that's a big deal to remember too you know and you you see a, a ton of uh, of people who face crazy adversities oh, that yeah. persevere and become extremely successful in competitive whatever Whatever yeah. they're doing,
0: you know. There's a dude, uh, he calls himself the one leg monster. And uh, he's literally the one leg fucking monster. He's huge. He's a bodybuilder. Right. And um, he's still got to grow that quad that's still attached. Right. There's no, nothing below the knee, but he's still got to grow that fucking thing. Right. He's got to do it. He trains with a prosthetic. You know how fucking hard that would be? You know how much it would hurt? Having to put, like, not just your own fucking weight would be hurtful. But like immense amount of weight to get a quad to grow. Quads are fucking hard to grow.
1: Right. But this adversity is gonna be nothing compared to some people's. I watched a video the other day. You know I'm into archery and stuff, yeah. and of um, a really inspiring man. And I, I he he's gonna be my shout out. And I forgot his name, which is horrible. Nice. I'm gonna to have to look him up while we're while we're talking. Uh, literally no ar- or yeah no arms, no hands, no arms. And he's shooting a bow, and yeah. he's shooting a bow using his foot and his chin, to release the uh, the uh, the bow. And it, I mean, we're talking a compound bow, and he's and he's sights all the whole the whole night, man, and he's shooting down range. And he's good, and right? And he's hitting bullseyes, man. And he's you know he's full sponsored, you know, uh, um, uh, special Olympics you know Damn. athlete and, and you know you just look at you just look at adversity and it's like man I go through a lot of stuff and I complain a lot
0: Yeah.
1: and that sucks because I really don't have much to complain about you know right. and and you look at somebody like that who's just incredibly successful and, and, and I guarantee you he was in a similar spot where he was thinking wow I'm never going to get to do anything again you know and, and that's
0: the thing did he lose them or did he was he born like that
1: you know I, I think I think he lost them Oof and I if but I don't know I'll have to look the story up again it okay. was uh, um, I just saw the video and the guy's name and I, I cannot for me I'm going to have to look him up real quick uh, while we're talking but I, it just was really inspiring just to see it you know yeah. Uh, I should have probably dove a little more into the story because I'm sure it was, I'm sure it's an incredible story. I mean, anybody that's doing that, no matter what, if you're born that way or, or you lose them, right? But you're still able to, to overcome that adversity is, is absolutely amazing. So, that's awesome. That's pretty cool, man. You know, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, I was saying
0: just chop my fucker off and give me a metal one. Just, just buy it. Yeah, that's what that's I want. Shit. Yeah, you but just it's... lift a car up, one arm, just woof. Right. Exactly. Change tire. <laughs> exactly yeah change the tire with the other arm just fuck it dude i'm into it but um yeah so uh so topic today um i was kind of hoping some of the other guys would be here everybody except for david is uh is a father right and uh, i'm sure he'll get there eventually um but uh what what being a father means to you yeah, you know? I mean, cool. and it's a uh, it's a pretty touchy subject for some people. I'm sure um, it's a touchy subject for everybody. I think you know, because um, being a father has a lot to do with maybe your your male role model that you had in your life, um, versus what they did do, what they didn't do, how you thought you would be, what you thought, how you thought this was all gonna go, and I say th- thought. I'm going to say that continuously because it didn't go any of the ways I thought it would, you know, like this is fucking crazy. So I had my son at 17, two months after I turned 18, he was born. So she was pregnant when I was 17 and uh, becoming a father that young. I like it now because he's 14 and in four years, he'll be 18 and off doing whatever he's got to do. Right. And I'll be what, like 36. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. You know, like one down, <laughs> right? So <laughs> right, right. Even the other one is eight years, and that's not bad either. But um, I don't know, man. I just uh, it, it definitely it's amazing because you got to grow up real fast. Right. But it's shit because you got to grow up real fast. You know, like the real world, adulting is bullshit. Fucking sucks. You know, like having to pay. Oh, all it's a garbage, business, man. It's yeah. so stupid. Stupid. Right. Adulting is is dumb. It's it's yeah. It's not worth. Like,
1: it. Like if I could go back to a specific set of time, it'd be like when I was seventeen, right? Yeah. And I was still living at home, but I had my driver's license, I had a car, I was, I had my youth, man. I mean, I was rock hard all the time, just yes. around, trying, trying to plug everything Get, with tits, you know, and players on accident, yeah. <laughs> so, not just like, just, can you help me with this real but, quick? You know, I mean, I mean, I was, I was so dumb, I didn't know I was dumb, right? Right. You know, I mean, I was. I was king of whatever world I was living in, but I was so dumb I didn't know I was dumb. If I could go back, to any, that would be the time. But I, I guarantee that was also the time that drove my dad the most insane. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm going <laughs> I turned my, right I'm sure I turned my parents the greyest in that in those days. You know, yeah. But uh, being a being a father is is such an incredible blessing, and I and I I mean that with the most sincere heart. It's it's one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. In the world, and I'm not taking anything away from moms. I hope that any anybody out there who's listening to this, because uh, this is strictly aimed at fatherhood. You right. know, uh, do not uh, take away that that moms do not play an existential role in a yeah. child as well. So we're just not moms. So. Uh, we're just not moms, and, and exactly. <laughs> I can't relate to completely. But from a fatherhood standpoint, I've been called a lot of names, man, uh, in my day. But being called dad is. The best thing that's ever happened to me. I could imagine. I could imagine my life without my kids. Right. And I I was uh twenty five when my son was born, um, and me and his mom are not together, but I, I had made it a personal mission from the day from day one that I was not going to leave him hanging. Right. And I'm a pain in the ass, man. I'm a dick. I get it. And I'm a hard ass. And I'm passionate about a lot of stuff in life. And, and sometimes he bears the brunt of that, you know? And for that, I, I apologize to him all the time, you know, because I don't necessarily want him to have negative feelings, but at the same time, from a standpoint of being a man, you know, I, I do want him to be tough to persevere, you know, to be, to be, uh, to be able to, to make it in life, and, and my daughters, man, I got you know I got two beautiful baby girls, which, I, uh, you know, I was thirty six when they were born, so yeah. you know, I mean, I late stages in those two, and uh, um, and they just, I mean, they melt my heart like you wouldn't mm. believe, you know. I mean, you you know, because you have you have baby girl too, so yeah. so, but the difference in the in the two too is really amazing, and and I don't think people get it, not that you know, there's, there's no love loss or, you know, you love your children equally the same. Right. Um, but you're the way that the way that you are towards them as far as boys and girls and, and ages, um, is incredibly different, you right. know, and all things aside, it's like you're going to react differently to scenarios that, that both of them are in. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: if, uh, if I leave the room and, uh, my daughter starts screaming I'm going to come in there and I'm going to yell at Tanner, right? I've gotten a little bit better at figuring out what the hell the situation is first. Because now she knows, so she plays on it, right? But at the same time, he's older, he's bigger, she's younger, she's my daughter. You know what I mean? So, the way I explain it between my my son and my daughter, I love them both equally. As children, right? And I love them the most when they're separate. (laughs) Right? Like, give me one at a time and I fucking love the shit out of them. But, um... I'd say the biggest difference is I want my son to be able to conquer the entire planet if necessary. Um, uh, just being, just through sheer, sheer willpower or leadership or however he chooses to do it, I'll, I'll back him up on doing that. But I want him to be able to do anything and everything. But as for my daughter, I'd put her on my fucking shoulder and just protect her for the rest of my life on a little shit. You know just, what I mean?
1: Just bum rush any fool that tries to. Right. Tries oh, you're to you're too me. close.
0: I'm gonna punch you. Yeah. You know.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, you know I, I love using the example where where you know if my son stu- stubs his toe on the coffee table, I'm telling him to walk it off. My daughter yeah. stubs her toe on the coffee table. I'm ready to break the motherfucker down and burn it. Yeah. This Hurt my my baby girl coffee table. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> you <know>? yeah. <clears throat> well, and the thing is too, like you said. It, which I do
0: believe, too. I want my son to be tough. I want I want all that stuff. But it's also him being the oldest. I think he's thinking I'm being a little harsher towards him. I just yeah. feel like he's got a little more understanding. Right? He's closer to being an adult. So he needs to understand that these decisions you're making right now are going to start impacting your adult life. Right. Right. The people you're hanging out with right now are fucking your shit up for later, you know. Like, and the thing is,
1: I was right there, man. You know, like, well, isn't that the funny thing though, too? With uh, uh, and I'm, I'm a, I don't know. I, I consider myself a pretty logical person. And I, I always scratch my head with the shit that comes out of their mouth, right? Like, like, like you're trying to bullshit me. Right. In in my own game right like like right. In, in in the same thing is i did the same stuff with my dad right? right i tried a lot true story when i was 15 my buddy was 16 he shows up we're gonna we're gonna have a camp over right we're gonna have a camp out and he pulls up in his car and he's got two 30 packs oh, of shit. he's got one of ice house and one of of natty ice right okay a thick one and, and a light one yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna haul these two cases of beer up on the mountain. I lived on a bunch of property. We're gonna haul these two cases of beer up on the mountain, we're gonna party, we're gonna drink all this beer, right? It's like me and it's me and two other guys. And we're we're you know, we're teenagers, right? right. We did no business with much, sixty cans yeah. of iced shit beer, but yeah. but so we get we get all of our stuff together and my dad comes down off the mountain with his friend and he's on the four wheeler. And he want, and he's like, "Oh, throw your stuff on the four wheeler. I'll give you a ride." We're like, "No, we're gonna walk, right?" Cause we're gonna <laughs> get these cases of beer up. So he, of course, then he automatically knows something's up because we don't right. want to be on the four wheeler. And it's like in your mind as a kid, you're you don't you don't put that stuff together, right? right? But as a dad, my dad knows exactly what's going to happen. Right. He knows what we're doing, right? And so, but my buddy who who's got the car, right? He's got this this beer wrapped up like in a, in a thin ass bed sheet that is shaped perfectly like a case of beer oh, <laughs> yeah, and he sets it down on the four-wheeler the four-wheeler racks which are metal and that you hear the cans all clank on the, and it sounds yeah. like a case of beer being set on a four-wheeler right. rack which my dad's no no dummy he said a hundred cases of beer on his four-wheeler rack you yeah. know immediately wants to know what's in the box you know like oh, that's that's not that's that's steve stuff right yeah. <laughs> you know so i go through these obviously i've never i haven't dealt with beer yet right and i'm sure hopefully i don't but i'm sure there will be some point where i will yeah. but Mason goes through this stuff where where uh where he'll do similar situations and it's like man i i lived that what yeah. what are you even trying to say man like the stuff coming out of your mouth doesn't make any sense right <laughs> <you know? laughs> like There's no logical explanation on the face of the planet why Steve would have a box that sounded exactly like beer cans that wasn't beer cans, right? Right. (laughs) And it's shaped like beer cans. (laughs) And
0: it it sucks that that old adage, or whatever you call it, the old motto of uh, quacks like a duck, looks like a duck, sounds like a duck... It's probably a duck. It must be a know, duck, right? No, like, oh, no, 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 no. It's a cow. Oh. You know? <laughs> like, oh, oh, really? That's fantastic. Yeah. I've seen a lot of ducks, you know? Like, exactly, Jesus.
1: you know? And, and, and obviously, it was a case of soda, We would be no reason for it to be wrapped up in a bed sheet. Right. Right. You know? And it's just the funniest thing in the world because you're trying to pull it over and you're just... And I look back on it and I'm like, man... I, I must have just sounded so dumb to my parents. <laughs> well, I don't know how many times
0: he says something to me, and I'm like, really? Really? Like, that's what you're going to go with? Can I give you a better one? And then you can try again. Like, geez, man. You know, some of the shit. I mean, I don't. the other day, I was like, okay, you didn't wash these dishes because, like, there's oil and shit all over them, so you obviously didn't use soap. Like, But don't, do not tell me that you did but you didn't see it because it was wet. Just don't, because you can feel the fucking oil all over it. So don't say that. And he's like, "But I didn't see it because it was wet." And I'm like, "God damn it! I just told you. I know you're fucking lying. I know you're not that dumb. You know, like, stop fucking. I just told you not to say that. What the hell's wrong with you? But I didn't see it because it was wet. Oh my god! So he repeats it right. over, and over and I'm like,
1: "Dude." You already lost this game. Just stop it. <laughs> Fuck, man. Just... There, there's a point where you just got to go, you got to go, okay, you're right, dad. I'm sorry. I'll yeah. rewash the dishes. Right. You know, and, and I try to... The funny thing about it, too, is I try to explain to him, and, and keep in mind, he's, so he's 12. He he understands the routine. He understands the chores. He doesn't have a lot, but he, he understands them, right? Right. And, and the idea... And the routine when you come home from school and you you know you have this this order of events that has to happen before you play video games, before you go outside and shoot basketball, before you know the biggest one is, is schoolwork, man. Yeah. Get your schoolwork done. Get your schoolwork done and and, uh, and and those things. But it it's it's almost like every day it's like re-education. No. Right. This is the step. And oh, it, and I forgot. Just, just push it. It's like, man, if you just came in and did the things that you needed to do, in a half an hour's time, you're outside playing. Yeah. You've been playing these fuck-fuck games for the last hour and a half, and you've missed out on your entire opportunity to go outside and see your buddies. Right. All you had to do was just come in and take care of your business, and you'd be outside playing right. by now.
0: And we've been arguing you for know, like and, 10 and, minutes, too. You know? And, and all
1: you've accomplished is getting me pissed off. Getting worked
0: out. <laughs> right. but
1: all of that goes away all of the, all of it man all of it goes away in the the 15 minutes that they sit with you on the couch the 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 just the the random hug the i love you dad you know all of that stuff i would take all of it yeah any day for that for that one hug right you know that one you know i love you dad um yeah, uh, we're in sports right now, yeah. you know, and um, there was a big deal at the beginning of the season with basketball. He was a good, he's, he's a good basketball player. He likes to play basketball, but he has a confidence issue sometimes. Yeah. And especially when he gets around the other popular kids. And, and he was so pumped. So he was, I mean, it was like the beginning of the season just ebbed and flowed with these super high and low emotions, right? right. And, and uh, COVID had a big deal because they had tryouts, and they had A and B teams, right? Cuz there's not so many kids. And so he's he was really focused on wanting to make the A team, right? Who doesn't, right? They want to right. be on the they want to be, it's varsity right. in, in for 7th graders, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he wanted so bad to make that A team. And he got one practice in and one of the kids on his team tested positive for COVID. Well, under our our wonderful governor's guidelines, if you're not vaccinated as a 12-year-old child, you can't practice. For a week, you have, to, you have to quarantine or you have to sit out for a week and go to school, but you can't play basketball. I don't know how that works, mm-hmm. right? Didn't make any sense, but he wasn't allowed to practice. So he misses a full week of practice and it's the tryout week that he's that he's missing. Uh-huh. And so he's just crushed because he's like, well, this is not fair. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to make the team. And I'm like, well, you're going to make a team. Right. You know, I just I just don't know if it's the A team, right? right. But you're going to be on one of the teams. Um, there was enough room for all the kids to make teams. It just it just depended on where they were at. So then, uh, so then he 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 makes a cut, and he makes a team. But then right. he gets COVID, uh, right? Fine. But then he tests positive for COVID. <laughs> so then he's out for a week again. And so he misses so so he goes through this deal, well then he doesn't have enough practices to play in the first game because right. of this because of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So then he's missing and he's just crushed, right? And so then then because he's missed all this time at the beginning of the season, well of course he's not a starter when he goes in and he's got a, he's you know, he's sitting on the bench and he's he's really bummed and we're going through this 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 evolution of this this process of basketball. And he's like, you know, Dad, I want to I wanna play on the B team. And, and I'm like, what, you know, so I started asking him, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this out. He's like, I think I want to go, go down and play on the B team. And I'm like, well, you worked so hard to make the cut. So he makes a cut for A team and, and he had worked really hard on making this cut for A team, but he wasn't getting any playing time. And it was, and it was really devastating. And so I had to have one of those moments with him where I'm like, what's the reason? Do you want to, do you want to go down and I guess essentially beat up on the kids who aren't nearly as good as you just so you can have more playing time or do you want to work hard to earn your playing time on the team that you're on you know and really walking him through what I guess being a man is about you know Mm -hmm. like like taking the like like having integrity and work ethic to continue to grow yourself where you're at and being in, an, in, an, in a situation that isn't ideal really shows you how hard or what kind of a person you are, right? Right. And so it was an opportunity where we were looking at it, where I was looking at it as, you know, kick some ass, man, and yeah. go go earn your playing time. Like in my mind, that's where I'm at, right? Yeah. It's like, I want, I want you, I would rather see you, I go to every game, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm there for every game, I'm, I'm there cheering him on, I'm, I'm always trying to support him in his athletics but I'm like I would much rather go to the game and watch you come in and tear it up than just watch you go beat up on some kids that you know you're a lot better than because you're not growing as right. a in, in the sport or as a person right and and that's my my take on it and I, I mean uh my wife had an incredible we talked about it a lot right Is as, as um as guidance and this was you know this conversation was between me and him and then I went home and you know, I had this conversation with my wife as we, we talked it over, and, and she had made some really valid points, too, about letting him, you know, choose what he wants to take out of it, right? And it's like, why, why not? You know, and I, I get it. I totally understand that, you know, this is seventh grade basketball, and we're not in—there's not NBA scouts, right? Right. But from a from a life lesson standpoint, I was all about, like, the hard lesson, mm-hmm. right? Right like work your ass off and 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 show the coach that he needs to put you in the game and you know be an, be an active part of your team and cheer your team on because you're not always going to get the starting role right but you're going to have to learn to be a team player when you're not in that starting role you know you have to start somewhere and and uh, um You know, I think that translates to so many things, not just basketball, but so many things in life that he's going to come up against from his first job, starting at the bottom and not making the most money and seeing the guy, you know, the hotshot sales guy walking through the door, driving the truck, you know, making all the money and, uh, that kind of deal, you know, uh, and, and going, you know what, that's where I want to be and working towards it and not just walking in expecting it. Right. You know, and so... So, but uh, but my my wife made some very good points on on letting him do what you know do with it what he wanted to do, and I'm like, you know, so I sat and stood on that for a while, and and you know, did I make the right call in the conversation? I don't know. I don't know if I did or not. I right. don't. I don't. I don't know what the right answer was there. I felt in my heart that um, at the time that I had the conversation with him, you know that it was true, and and the reality is that now he has earned a ton more playing time. He's still not a starter, but he's playing more than one, he's getting in the game more than one time. You know, he played nice. half the game today that they played. Nice. And, and he's working his ass off and he's doing it in areas that's not not the, not just the flashy. Every kid wants to be, you know, the Damian Lillard out there shooting the three-pointers and scoring all the points and everybody's cheering for you. But, you know, explaining to them that out-hustle these guys, you know, steal the basketball and help your team. There's other ways to help Right. And, and be productive and not be the flashiest guy in the court and and so he started working in that and it's a lot more fun you know to see him and and to see him more pumped because he's more successful out of the bat uh, and, and his confidence level is going up you know right. where i think if he would have went down his confidence level would have been high but the you know i also feel like he'd have just been kind of handed this this deal and there would have been a lot learned in that in that moment. So I don't really know. I don't know what the right answer was, but
0: I think all we can ever do is, is what I tell my wife and anybody else who ever asked me for parenting advice is we just do the best we can.
1: Right. You know,
0: I started this when I was eighteen. I was not making all the right decisions, you know? Like right. there's no fucking way. We can just do the best we can and realize when we fuck up and apologize, you know, and just know that I just want my son to know he's not the fondest of me right now. He's fourteen, who is you know at that age, who's fond of their father who just grounded them. Oh, by the way, parent teacher conference today. He's failing three of his classes, the big ones. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. And then he's got like maybe C's in the other ones, so. Oh no. Um, he's making some poor friend choices, and so he just got suspended. This would be the second time he got suspended. He got suspended the first time... I don't know if I told you for...
1: Well, you told me he got suspended...
0: Yeah, for buying a joint. Yeah. With the... The theory of he was going to sell it, is what he said. I think either we going to try and smoke it. But... I wasn't there, so I'm just going to take his word for it. But this time, he, uh... Him and his friend... His friend's a little asshole. <laughs> his name's John, and I hope he hears this, because I fucking... I'm so sick of this kid. He... John created an account, an Instagram account, and was, like, sending me nasty-ass porn (laughs) on this account. Which, right, as a 14, 50-year-old, that's fucking funny, right? (laughs) And then my son gets in trouble for that. He makes another account called I Know Your Son. And then tried to convince me that my son owed him $5,000 for cocaine. (laughs) Where I was kind of like, I can see how you might want to giggle at this, but, like... If you're really my son's friend, this is not helping him. Why would you do that? Right. You know? And uh, I ended up figuring out who it was uh, going through my son's phone and, and all that other shit. They have a group chat. And the kid really just put it in the group chat. Look what I did. It, there's a video or there's a picture of me, my answer of him holding his phone, taking a picture of the phone. You know? And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, but so this kid is just a loud mouth, shithead. And, uh, just rubbing off on my son. So him and my son, I guess they were recessed, cafeteria, I don't fucking know. But, uh, my son had said something about this kid wearing a towel on his head. And he's, so he made fun of the kid for wearing a towel on his head. Well, well, we came to find out can was... I, can
1: I ask real quick, just for the purpose of context, was a kid wearing a towel on his head like you see chicks when they get out of the shower towel, or was this like an actual like a uh, an Arabic person or somebody it, wears it, a it, turban? So children
0: and young adults uh, do not actually wear the turbans. Okay. They wear this small towel-like thing to cover up, like their top knot thing, right? Right. I've seen them before, dudes in the gym, they, they <clears> wear them for like sweating purposes and stuff like that, but to keep their... Their hair most Right, coming. so this
1: this was like an actual, like, uh, uh, it wasn't... It was it wasn't a headdress, like not yeah, a okay. fucking towel. Okay,
0: right? okay so sure. he didn't know that. And of course, yeah, it looks fucking weird, right? For somebody who's not used to that. So we made fun of this kid. This kid's little littler friend got super upset and started talking shit. And so, of course, I'm sure they talked more shit back. And then my son's friend, John, who I'm assuming was talking the most shit, got popped in the mouth by one of these kids. Now they're all fighting. And so, Tanner comes home, and he was kind of stoked that he won this fight. And I'm like, I get where you're coming from. Like, if you want me to be stoked about it? Were these kids even your size? You're fucking huge. You know? Like,
1: was it a fair fight? Why were you fighting? Like, I think when you say you anything, won, you like, know, what? The, the why, right? Like, you're right. making fun of somebody's, like, Religion. religious headdress. Right. You know? <laughs> like, well, that's And a... the thing is,
0: he didn't know. Sure. Right? So... I do get it uh, that, that he wouldn't know about it, but now that he does know, I told him the first thing you need to do when you get back to school is you need to go apologize to this kid for not knowing and for making a bad move. I doubt he did it. I would like to ask him. I haven't followed up on that, but I would say if you're making fun of someone's religion, you deserve to get popped in the fucking mouth. You know? like
1: Yeah, there's... <laughs> right, and I mean,
0: that's the thing. This kid obviously takes it serious enough to wear this at school. Yeah. And... This is like midway through the fucking year. You're telling me you haven't seen this kid before? Yeah. And now you're gonna go up and talk shit. You know what I mean? Like this this kid is that serious about wearing this turban or headdress, right? Whatever it is, um he's had to have worn it this entire year. So what the fuck's wrong with you? You know it you know it's something. There's a reason he's wearing it. Right. He's not wearing a fucking towel on his head. So I'm dealing with this kid. He's turning into a bit of a bully and an asshole, um, just like his friend who thinks he's fucking funny. Um, but next time his friend messages me, I figured out who his mom is. She's a single mother. And I'm just going to be like, oh, I see you. John. I know it's you, John. That's fine. Will you uh, tell your mom to make me a better sandwich next time after I fuck her? I'd really appreciate that.
1: Don't forget the mustard. You know what I mean? Like,
0: some shit like that to where it'd be, like, devastating. And then, like, send him a picture of his mother. You know what I mean? Be like, don't tell me I don't know who she is. She's really good in bed. You know what I mean? Or some shit like, you want to play these fucking games, kid? I'm I'm the master of these games. I will crush your whole soul. So, I don't know, man. It's just This kid's bugging me. And it's bugging me more because one of his teachers called. She missed the Zoom parent-teacher conference and was like, his choice in friends is absolutely terrible. He has one friend that I do believe is a good influence on him. But this entire group of kids, apparently they took a bunch of pictures of this teacher and made an account fat-shaming her
1: Uh, online. Kids are savage, dude. Especially with the power of the internet now. And you have Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all that shit, man. They... I mean, I can you know, only, only imagine. I mean, I knew the shit that was going around school when I was in school. Right. Before. I mean, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have, fuck, we didn't have the internet, man. Right. The internet didn't exist. Right. Uh, it, it's, you know, I can only imagine. Kids are freaking, they're yeah. just, they're savage. Well, this
0: kid got in a lot of trouble doing all that other shit. And I told my son, I was like, I could take the information, the two accounts so far that he's made and the screenshots I've taken of them. Take these over to the police and your friend can get in a lot of trouble because he's obviously got a record of doing this. They're going to not take it lightly, right? And he could get in a lot of trouble. Do you want to associate
1: with this kid? This kid is on a path to nothing good. So I try I try to teach. I, I try and I know it's, it's, it's virtually impossible because you have to as a parent, as a dad, I feel like I have to... I have to allow some trust, right? I have to, I have to have the idea that some of what I'm parenting is working, you right. know, right? I mean, at some point it's got some of it's got to stick, even if it's just a little bit, maybe. Right. But I try to I, I caution and, and I say over and over, probably way too much, that what you do and put on the internet is permanent. Right. And there's literally, there's people right now with very, that had very, very prestigious careers in entertainment, in politics, in tons of fields that are jobless and can't find work because of something they put on the internet 10 years ago. Did
0: you see something about, uh, I just saw this video. It was like a CFO or something in Merrill Lynch. You know who they are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huge fucking firm. Um, And he was screaming and yelling at a barista for fucking up his coffee order. Uh he has no idea the other girl is in the back recording him. <laughs> well, he's screaming and that. yelling and then now she's yelling back and now he's throwing out racial slurs. Telling her to get the fuck out of here, you immigrant, like all this shit. And he throws the fucking coffee at her. Like all this shit. And then he finds out that she's recording, comes around the door and tries to fucking kick this thing down to get his phone. To get her phone. He knows he's fucked. Right. If that thing hits the internet, he is fucked. Right. Like, Merrill Lynch, obviously, they're going to have to fire him. Immediately. Like, don't him... Even if you were just screaming at this 15, 16-year-old girl and assaulting her with fucking coffee, the racial slurs on top, damn. Right. You are fucked, you are jobless, and you will never get another one. Right. I hope you enjoyed your last fucking week at work, because it'll never be that good again. Right. But it's, it's crazy what the internet does,
1: man, and and and, and the, the the woke mob, man, is oh, yeah. is so savage. What what's what's funny about it? What I find funny about it, and and incredibly hypocritical, is the same people that are canceling those people have have made the same types of mistakes. Right. I guarantee you that not a single one of those people is squeaky clean. Right. And hasn't. Who hasn't is? yelled at somebody, right. hasn't given somebody the finger, hasn't, hasn't uttered a racial epitaph. You know, yeah. I mean, there's there's so much stuff, whether whether it it's big or small, you know, the fact that it goes up on the internet and people see it, you know, is is really a difficult thing. But we've all we've all had moments that we wish we could take back. Right. We've all had moments, you know, and to teach that to our children is, is incredibly difficult today, and yeah. especially as, as you know, with all of these things with these kids that think it's funny now because you have filters and you have catfishing accounts. Yeah, it's you, super uh, some, easy to some do. Anonym,
0: anonymity, 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 anonymity. Thank you. <laughs> you know, they think they have all this anonymity. And no one's gonna find out or nothing like that. Yeah,
1: you can hide behind the screen. You can and then they the go tell door. all their
0: fucking friends, and then you yeah. find out like that, you know. And, it,
1: and it's really, it's really difficult because not only does it create lasting damage uh, to the to other people, but it creates lasting damage to the children. You know, your 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 children, your own child it, themselves. You right. know, uh, uh, the thing is, is, is you run into these, you run into these these situations where you know, when we're looking at society today that, you know, teen suicide rates and depression right. rates are at all time highs. And it's because they're they're looking at this these these photos on the internet where they feel like they have to be perfect. You know, you have the Kardashians of the world now right. and all this stuff out all this stuff out there that promote these these, you know, really self deprecating values that, that children don't understand. So you're trying to teach these to your kids, like how do you, how do you continue to parent You know, inside your house, when every turn they have access to that kind of garbage. Right. I mean,
0: the hardest part for me, I think, right now is like, uh, so say they hear a fucking word, you know. Say they hear transgender, right? And they would like to know what it is, and they fucking Google it because they don't feel comfortable asking me. What they should be finding out of what a transgender is versus what the fuck's going to pop up. Yeah. That's a very big difference.
1: Well and then and then not only that, but then that it tracks that, right? So then there's then there's some sort of crazy algorithm thing out there that, that sees that your child typed in the word transgender in the Google machine and all of a sudden they're getting bombarded with Just different shit. Transgender yeah. stuff, you know? Right. Uh, whether it's hormone pills or it's or it's you know some some TV show or you know wow. it's all That's this point. all the stuff that that you know all of a sudden is being pushed in their face and and uh, and the idea of core values, family values are are really difficult to keep aligned in the home. You know because you have you have these things these outside forces constantly pushing so much more than when I was when I was you know, a well, child.
0: And you know, what I find crazy too is when I was a kid, you go to your room and you want some alone time. It's alone time. That's it. It's just you, maybe your fucking dog in that room, right? Now, they go to their room, they whip their phone out, they're not alone, I'm talking to their friends and, and this person and that person, all this other shit. Like, so there's nowhere they can go to feel that just silence that the zen right the peace yeah i mean i don't think this generation of humans is going to be
1: able to even be okay being a a little alone (laughs) you know what i mean well it's it's crazy how much somebody is always watching right how much somebody's involved how much other people are involved in your children's life like i didn't even recognize i didn't realize that we moved into that neighborhood right and and i'm part of the facebook group and every single day somebody's posting about what the neighborhood kids are doing. And it's like can can the kids be kids? Like right. I I'm not I'm not saying let them like take baseball bats to each other and just right. just fight club it out in the middle of the field, but can kids wrestle? You know, I mean kids wrestle. Yeah. And they and they roughhouse. And they they have they're incredibly energetic beings, right? Right. Just like a puppy dog, they're just full of energy. They don't want to sit still. They don't want to sit in the house all the time. I get it, man. Just let them be kids. Yeah. Just you got to let them be kids at some point too, right? And right. and so trying to find that balance, it's it's incredibly hard to this day and age. Uh, there's so much so much stuff. All the fear being pushed in your face as a parent. Like, how do you handle that? How do you how do you with with a daughter? Let's let's switch gears and and go to the girls. Uh, I am incredibly terrified. For my babies, you know, for my, right. for my, 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 uh, my daughters that some perverts going to come out and try and do something with, you know, or, or something stupid like that. Right. Like, like on, on social media or something. Well, yeah, you have, you have, predators, happened, you, sure. you have predators on the internet. Yeah. You have, you know, so even posting pictures and stuff on the internet, you, you, you got to stop and think about, you know, like, is can somebody use this for some depraved bullshit, you know, yeah. because that's. It's it happens. I mean, it's been happening, right? For, right. for it, it, but the the invention of the internet brings it brings a lot more brings a lot closer to home, right? right. And and uh, so you, you dealing with that, man. Like that's some scary stuff. I don't know right. how you feel about it, but I'm I'm terrified because I'll I'll put somebody in the ground. You know. Right. Right.
0: Well, so it makes me nervous too. Uh, my daughter has a TikTok. Right. She posts little videos of fucking. Uh, we got her this gemstone set where okay. like, she has to dig out the gemstones from this chunk of clay, right? Okay. Um, so she posted a bunch of videos of her doing that. She's talking on it. She's showing her face, all this other shit. She's got like fucking five, six hundred followers. You know what I mean? It makes me nervous that somebody's going to be messaging her. Um, there's also, we're dealing with a, a problem right now about her wanting to eat, Okay. And we can't figure out why in the fuck this skinny little child will not eat, because it's not like it's not food she doesn't like. Right. She won't even eat it. So, uh, what we kind of come to figure out is that it's probably like TikTok, posting these little videos of people who just believe that thin is in. I guess you know. It, like, isn't
1: that some scary shit too? Yeah. Like, they they. They know, you know. It's like they like the, we were talking about conspiracy theories last week. Just would would have went in perfect with that. Like the your phone and your 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 electronics are always listening to you, right? And they and they really are. I mean, the the, the fact of the matter is, it really is. Yeah. Uh, it's really happening. Um, it's just at what level do we continue to allow it to happen, right? And and the only way that you can. The only way that you can stop it is if you completely cut them off, right? If you took if you took her phone and her Snapchat away. Right. Now, I'm probably more of a hard ass because while my 12 year old has a phone, he doesn't have a social media account that I know of, right? right? And I I mean I I, I own the phone. It's my phone. It's mine to go through. Right. You know, I was dealing, we were dealing with similar, similar situations you were talking about, uh, with your son, with, with the friends issue. There was a girlfriend issue going on that nice. was, was having, uh, um, uh, he was having some, a lot of trouble with it. And so much to the point where I, w- I was in the school, I, I went down to the school and met with the principal. I walked in and said, Hey, I need to talk to the principal and uh, and had a conversation with her and she's like and and the thing is is she knew exactly who I was talking about. She's like, "Yeah, those girls are trouble." Yeah. And I'm like, "Why are, Then why am I here? Why aren't we taking care of this yeah. issue? You guys know there's a problem. Let's take care of it." Well, they got to uh,
0: handle it so delicately now.
1: You can't do they anything, can't do it. right? Yeah. It your hands are tied at every corner. Well, and I got to say
0: social media wise um, <clears throat> I had a real hard time going back and forth about this and uh it's, it's what their generation is going to be, right? So I'm going back and forth on... I didn't want them to have social media at all. Like I was like, fuck that, no way, all this other shit. But then realizing the fact that how behind in life do I want them to be? Because it's not like they're not going to have it. And it's not like they're not going to go through all this shit, right? They're going to have social media. They're going to have to go through the social media problems and process and all this other shit. At least maybe I can help them through some of this right now. Because social media is just going to get worse. Right. And they need to know how to work it, how to use it to their advantage, how to block off the disadvantages, like their location and all this other shit, right? Like, So I've come to the point where I'm just like, I'll I'll let them have some accounts, right? But not, like Snapchat. That's not going to happen. There's no fucking way. Like, that has your location on it. It deletes after after you look at it. You, oh, the best you can do is set it for like 24 hours and it'll delete, left, delete after that. No. Fuck that. Right. Nope. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, that's just for sending dick pics. <laughs> right. That's what that is. So that's, right. that's what I've always said. I mean, I have one. Right? But, like, <laughs> I started mine because I thought, oh, well, it'll be another social media platform to, to run my business on. Turns out that's not what it's for. Like, that's just not what it does. So Dude, you just
1: be sending you dick pics? All the time. Yeah.
0: They look scrumptious. Actually, I don't know. The penis is like the ugliest fucking thing.
1: <laughs> Anybody who thought that was a good idea to like take a picture of your penis and it's like like some girls just gonna be like, oh my god, I gotta come over and, and right. play with that. You know? I mean, women sending men pictures,
0: they're always gorgeous. Like, I always gotta say, like, I would say. 99% of men are ugly. Like, 99% <laughs> of them. Like, you got a dick. That's great. Him. You know? Like, love that's him, fantastic. Man. But, like, I'd say a good 80% of women
1: are beautiful. I'm just thinking, like, how the hell do women even find us attractive? Right? I don't know. <laughs> like, they like, just need us for like reproduction. I see myself in the mirror, and I'm just like, wow, man. I, I'm sorry. Or
0: yeah. <laughs> I look I'm at a dick, sorry. and I'm
1: like, I know.
0: I'm sorry. Like, go for it. Like... Whatever you want to do, like I mean, I'm in for it. If you want me to just keep hiding it in here, I'll do that. I mean, if you want to lick it, go for it. But like, oh, it's so true. If you want, can you just be naked? I'll hide the whole thing and just handle it for you. You know, like just, I don't need much. But Yo, that's man. another thing too. Is um, which I'm concerned about. I learned this a long time ago, and this was actually, I was probably one of the first generations to experience porn. At about the high school level, right? So porn on the internet, it barely became a thing when I was about junior year. You can see it on your phone, right? And that's just pictures. I'm not talking videos and all that other shit
1: where we have like a laptop now. Right. On our phones. So. I mean, you stream that shit in high def now. Right. Yeah. Right. You close up on there. Right. Exactly.
0: (laughs) So my biggest issue was I found out that like porn is so... I believe I believe it's pretty terrible for you. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of studies
1: that show that too. That, well, it's because it that. like the expectations. Well, yeah, it ruins your it ruins your the what is it? It ruin especially for children whose whose uh, uh, and young adults whose brain hasn't fully developed yet, like the prefrontal cortex hasn't hasn't fully developed or whatever. It desensitizes it to a level where I don't I don't remember how they how they worded it. There was some there's, a, there's several published articles on. Uh, the destruction of porn to you know young children or to young teenagers, to teenagers right. and young adults who, who whose brains aren't fully developed, and it has a lot to do with the desensitization, and like you said, the expectation of what a relationship between a man and a woman should actually be, and just and even just sex, right? <laughs> who the
0: fuck is fucking for hours? Who does that? Like <laughs> right. that's insanity. It does. It's just you're aware, people listening. That's the same. They, that's the same shot from a different angle. Okay, that's what they did. They had a camera on both sides of this fucking. They showed you this angle for a little bit, then they switched to that angle. It's the same dick pounding vagina. Same shit. <laughs> same five minutes just rewound and spun from a different angle. So it's just. And then I had a buddy who did porn, for a while when he was living in Vegas, and um, I don't know if you've seen the penises in porn. Thanks for setting that fucking expectation, porn industry. Well they don't exist
1: like I, those I, things I, are I
0: certainly didn't get blessed with a porn <laughs> cock. I'm just I, I do not have a twelve inch cock. That's not happening. I don't know who who invented that. I don't know who can take that. Like, I don't know. But um so apparently there's this shot that most porn guys in porn take. They shove it in the bottom of the, the base of their dick, and what it does is it gives them about three, four inches, a, a, quite a bit of girth. And it makes him fucking rock hard for hours. Right? So his biggest problem was being able to come. So he could be hard all fucking night. He could pound you for three fucking hours. Right? But, like, he might not come, which is very necessary for porn. And the problem is you use this shot more than twice, you will never get hard again on accident. Never. You will have to purposefully work that fucker up or take some Viagra or whatever. Right? So, it just sets this expectation of who the fuck's rolling around with a 10-inch cock? Not a lot of guys I know. You know what I mean? Like, you can go to the gym all day and even soft, you can tell that thing's not going to grow. You can be a grower, okay? But that thing is not getting to 10 fucking inches. I don't know who the hell (laughs) thought it was, right? But so the expectation that women have for men, you know, to where, like, we get in there and they're like, Oh, that's tiny. I'm like, I'm okay with it. It does the job. <laughs> you works. know what I mean? Like, I've made, i I put quite a few O's down with this motherfucker right here,
1: right? You're right. No, the, the expectation, uh, it, like I said, the relationship side of it is, is uh, it's absolutely insane, man. And it, it ruins that. It, yeah. Kids uh, think that that's, that that's the normal or or all of the things that they see are things that are okay. And it's like...
0: Yeah, find a girl that's super cool with anal.
1: <laughs> Go for right? it. Give me a shot.
0: I mean, I guarantee there's a lot more now because of the desensitization. Right. The, the expectation of that being a thing, right? But when I was a kid, I couldn't even get a pinky in that motherfucker without someone squirming. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: like, so, like, having this understanding now in, in this day and age as a, as a father, how do you keep up? Well, that's, that's what I'm trying to explain. Like, the birds and the bees talk. I tried that.
0: You know what I mean? Like, And when I say I tried that, I had the conversation. It was uncomfortable. He didn't want to do it. I'm a very sexual person. I don't give a fuck, right? Like, we can talk about whatever you want. But um, he still wasn't really having it. He didn't really want to talk about it. Um, but I know that at 12, I was having sex. Damn. So, he's 14, I'm expecting maybe he's not going to start that early, but by then I, I I had quite a bit of sex. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, my expectation of where he might be at already is maybe a little higher and a little worse than is actually happening. But at the same time, like, I'd rather over-prepare for that. Sure. You know? Like, I need to know if you got questions, fucking talk to me, bro. If you're having sex, use a condom. Just so you're aware, that those don't always work. Right. If you have sex, expect a child. Expect one, because ninety nine percent of the time it may not happen, but
1: that's how you have a child. Right. That's how you create another human being. <laughs> that's that's the the thing is that's what makes a child. Right. And and so I mean, there's nothing nothing else needs to be said, right? Like right. like when you get to that point. That's how you create another human being. Expect it to happen. That's right. the purpose. So just of understand the, the action. Fact,
0: Dick in vagina can make baby equals kid. Right. So it may not happen the first time, but understand it's always going to be a possibility. Right. Always. Every time. Right. And then not to mention, I mean, STDs with the amount of promiscuity. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, that is now. I feel like a little more okay on both sides. Men have always been kind of whores, and it's been kind of okay, which is a little weird because maybe everyone shouldn't be a whore. Not everyone should be. I feel like they definitely took the wrong fucking approach to this, to where like women nowadays are very just very open and okay with having been with multiple people, and and they talk more like like a dude used to, right? Which. I see nothing wrong with that. It should be equal. You should feel comfortable if you're going to go down that path to do that. But I don't think it should have been to the point where, like, more openness about having more promiscuous sex and possible children and STDs and all this other shit is okay to talk about. Why don't we tone that shit down a little bit? Right. You know? Like, this world's already fucking full of people that we don't even need.
1: (laughs) You yeah. <laughs> know, like stop making more of them. Uh, you're you're not wrong, man. It it's it's nuts. It is absolutely nuts. You're you're right, you're right. The it's it's almost celebrated lauded now. You know, I mean you see it in, in music and, and in and obviously T V and all that stuff. I mean it's it's in it's in our children's face. Well
0: and the hard thing is too, if you're desensitized that much things that would have never crossed your mind because I, I know that I've flipped, I've been flipping through porn before, right? You're, you're going down, you're on page three, and you're irritated because you should have found something by now. The video you like, you mean? Right, like, yeah. yeah. And then something pops up. It's like anal fisting. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, how'd that get in there? Like, <laughs> I'm going to click on this for scientific purposes.
1: <laughs> I, I got it. Like, I got to check this. Right,
0: system. but <laughs> I, that never would have crossed my mind to put a whole fucking arm inside of a woman's butthole. Who thought of that? That fucking crazy person made a video, and now it's in my brain. No, you know no. what I mean? So now I'm trying to gape somebody, which I'm not equipped to do. You know? <laughs> like, it's just not okay. <laughs> but, like, you get into shit like that, and, like, then you see, like, men fucking men. And, like, when you're so desensitized to what sexual intercourse is, and told it's okay to just be whatever you want and who you want, sometimes... That may be more confusing than just trying to be who you actually are. Right. right. So, and the hard part is too that I know, at least when I grew up, you fuck a dude once, you're gay. Like, that's just what it is, right? Right. Like, you're you're fucking gay and you always will be. Right? Right. That's at least what went through my mind. Right? And it's crazy because that's nowhere near the thought process anymore. Right. Like, to where it's almost encouraged Mm -hmm. for everyone to just taste everything.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting time, man. It's right. really a, uh, an interesting time. I, I, I'm looking at it, you know, like those are all really incredible, incredible points, you know, that you're bringing up is in the, the world of desensitization. But I'm also talking about, like, respect. Like teaching him respect right. towards women. Teaching my daughters to respect themselves to be able to set those boundaries and be okay setting those boundaries, right? right. And in especially in in that world, right? The world of sex and, and how and what that looks like and teaching them that it's okay to not engage. Right. And and to be comfortable with your body and who you are without having to impress somebody, right? And and the the I mean you once you throw porn into it, it gets. I mean, you you turn you turn a whole different light switch on in a child's brain. Right. And and uh, I know when I was a kid, you know the magazines I right. had. That's not the know, same though. That's still, but it's not. But it still did. Right. I mean, it's still. I mean, it's still the the intriguing nature of it. You know. And then when you're and then when you're learning and you're experimenting with your with your your girlfriend or you know. Right. Uh, all of a sudden, you're thinking in your mind. You're going back, you know, to page fifty nine of the Penthouse magazine, right. and you're going, "God, I want to try that." Right. You know, and and she's going, "What the fuck are you doing? Right. Get that out of there!" <laughs> out of there. <laughs> no, it's in and uh, but but teaching the the self respect and teaching the the respect of of the other the other party right. and knowing that you know understanding that no means no. No isn't a playful yes. Right. You know? Absolutely. uh, And it, it needs to be understood, like you're trying to say, that
0: saying no is okay. It's all right. It's all right. It really is. Just because this world is so sexually driven, at least from my perspective, right? It may have always been sexually driven. I'm just seeing it more as an adult. But it may be sexually driven, but it's okay to say no, and it's okay to not want to do stuff. Right. You should be able to do and be who you want to be without having someone be like, well, but watch this video. Doesn't that look like fun? You know, so there's vanilla people and there's other people, right? I fall into the other people thing where I tell everybody I will try anything three times. Right? Like, I mean, the first time, it's going to be fucking weird. Second time, it may be weird, but you're going to see if you like it or not. And the third time, you'll definitely know. Right? That's my that's my process on it. I'm I'm All that right. dude. I will literally try fucking anything 3 times. But um, there's also those people who are just like get that finger away from my ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like look look my wife right now is very vanilla. And she's okay with that. You know? Like and that's that's I had to get to a point where I'm like I'm always trying to push and like be like, "Oh, well, let's try this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this." It got to the point where it was almost ruining our relationship because I want to try things. And I didn't understand who I was with, you right. know what I mean? Like, she didn't want to do that, and I me mean, making her, which is what I basically ended up doing, not like by forcing her to do it, more of just being like, "How about now? Can we try it now? Can we do it now? Can we try this? Can we try that?" Like just constantly hitting it
1: to where she's just finally like, "Okay, fine, put your finger in there." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really, I really want if there's something that my children can walk away from is is that that level of self-respect and that respect for others I, I try and preach respect so much and and it's it's rare now i mean and, and uh and i'm not not just i mean it's more than just the yes yes ma'am yes sir right. please thank you stuff there's there's so much more self-respect uh respect for for your peers and the people around you you know standing up for the people for the kids that are that are, you know, being bullied that are less fortunate, you know, those kinds of things, you know, trying to teach those life lessons. I wasn't always good at it. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I was some type of a saint. You know, I, I, I've said things I shouldn't have said. I've, I've picked on people I shouldn't have picked on, you know, and as you grow up and you, and you look at, look at the situation, you look at the values, your, your core values and what you want to instill in the people that you bring into the world. You always, I, I, I'm a believer that I want to leave this world in a better place than when I showed up, right? And I don't know. I don't know that that's possible, but I I want I, I would like to leave my children with a better mindset than I had, you well, know. So and that's see, it's got to start somewhere, I guess. I'm
0: always thinking of this thing, right? So, if you've seen the butterfly effect, I'm assuming. The Absolutely. Kitchen, right. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my biggest theories is that I was put here for an extremely amazing reason. I know I was. And I you could try and convince me otherwise forever and it's not going to happen, right? But my belief, what people don't quite understand is they see that as cockiness or ego or whatever. But what I see that is, it may not be me. It may be my children or my children's children. Right. But I started something that's going to affect this entire planet forever. Right. Right? And and one of the things I need people to understand is that like, I got a lot of flack from my family. Uh, they're the magnos, right? Which I'm a Townsend. I got that from my dad. Um, but my mom's side's the magnos. We're a little closer to them. This is the Sicilian side. They got pissed off because I was talking to them. We don't really get along. We're Sicilian. Everyone's stealing from each other. Everyone hates each other. They're all trying to fight. Well, no no one wants to fight, which is my problem. Like You're going to steal from me. At least come and fight me for it. You know what I mean? But no, we don't want to do that. We don't want to be sneaky and shit. But I told them, was like, I'm going to get my own family crest. I'm going to have it written out and drawn for me. I'm going to have my own family ring. And every Townsend and Magno that came before me is garbage and does not matter. I will start in the next Townsends. And you can try and be related all you want. But from me and my children on, those are the only ones that fucking matter. I give zero shits about this past fucking Townsends or Magnos or anybody. And I caught a lot of shit for that because they're just like, oh, well, what's your concern about family? Why don't you care? All that other shit. I do care about family. The ones that will matter. Right. The ones that haven't fucked their entire life and decided that they're going to be pieces of shit. They're still working on being pieces of shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I always, there's, there's a big thing, um, in the LDS church, right? Where it's like the family proclamation what I got out of that whole thing was that your children, the way your children turn out is your fault, right? And I'm not going to say there aren't extenuating circumstances where shit is going to happen to them outside of your control, always. But I would say a good 80% of how your child acts and is and treats other people is your fault.
1: Oh, it's a direct, it's a direct reflection.
0: So what do you want that to look like? You know, so it, it's real hard because when I, I liked when you said, well, I haven't been perfect forever, you know, I preach it, but I haven't been that way. I was a bully till like sophomore year and I was a piece of shit bully. I was those ones who would tear you down mentally and just yeah. fucking wreck you. Right. Like, and I didn't quite understand the damage I was doing until I really realized about sophomore year. And then I started being the, the bully of bullies. So I started bullying bullies. Until they fucking stopped. Almost like a Robin Hood mentality. I guess I saw myself as the hero. I always will. And it actually, there's a book that has a lot to do in the Abe Lincoln era. It's about Abe Lincoln. It's an antique book. I have it somewhere. I read halfway through it, and um, one of the things I guess Abraham Lincoln said was, "No matter what," as he read this this letter from a guy on death row who murdered like forty people. No matter who you are or what you do, you will always see yourself as the hero. You'll never see yourself as the villain. You will always see what you're doing and, and always have some way of rationalizing it. Justifying it. Sure. Justifying it. So having that mentality is pretty insane. I mean, how many people are the villain and are okay with it? Saying that they're the villain because they're the villain? Not oh I'm the villain because this happened to me. Yeah. How many villains are like that? Probably all of them. You right. know well
1: if this didn't happen I wouldn't be a villain. Well there's always a cause right there's always a right. cause to the effect right and uh, uh, when you look at it now I I do believe that inherently people are born effed up right like like there's you have the Ted Bundy's of the world right who just I mean the parents maybe they were tough. But right. there's a lot of parents that are that tough that their kids don't go out and kill a bunch of people. Right. You know. So that's what I'm saying. You get eighty percent of how yeah. your kid turns out is your fault. Right. That and other so is. You look yeah. at it and, and and I'm I'm a tough dad and that's a, that's a. That's tough for me to admit, you right. know. Uh, but I was I just had this conversation today where. You know I come down pretty hard sometimes and and. I haven't spanked my kid, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't slap him around or anything, but I'm, I'm pretty in your face with stuff and, uh, with them and trying to be matter of fact, you know, and sometimes I'm too blunt, you know, uh, some things like that, you know, it's like, like I, I feel, I feel bad because I get elevated, you know, like I said, I don't, it's not that I feel bad. It's like, I don't want my kid to grow up with a complex thinking he's less than. Right. You know, or that even worse is I don't want him to have the complex that he thinks that I think he's less than. Right. You know, because, or or my daughters. I don't want my daughters to think that at all. Right. You know, again, it goes back to that self-respect, right? I, I want my children to have confidence in knowing that they are awesome just the way they are. right? You know, but uh, like you said, the justification behind it is, is as such where it's like, well, you know, if he wasn't such a jackass
0: right.
1: sometimes, if he didn't have the attitude, then I wouldn't have the attitude. Right. Well, you know, I mean, you know. I if, get it. If I didn't have the, and if I didn't have the attitude, maybe he wouldn't have the attitude. Right. You know it that's not start right with way, that
0: attitude if he didn't watch you have that attitude before. exactly yeah. and
1: so you know looking at it from that standpoint is is really hard to do yeah. because like you said I'm like I'm sitting here going well it's his fault for being a little turd right. <laughs> you know? it's Good. her fault for dumping the dog food all over the floor and then screaming as she's running around the like, hell oh, she's too you know what do yeah. you know <laughs> come on it's also it's, as it's we like, get
0: older we, we understand things are you're gonna treat your daughter's Not just because they're girls, but you're going to treat them so much differently.
1: If they were boys, I would treat them differently because I've got 10 years of growth in between them, you know? And I'm going, man, okay, I've learned a lot more in those 10 years. Uh, Yeah, I mean... Well, so, like
0: I said, Tanner got three Fs, right? And so today, um, I came down on him real fucking hard. I was shaking mad. We did it right in here. We Zoomed his teacher right in the fucking office. He's sitting over here just watching me turn fucking red as she's talking. I'm so fucking mad, dude. And uh, I was like, you're grounded. And you will be for two weeks at a time. I will be checking in with your teachers every two weeks. If I get a good report, you'll get one thing back. If I get a bad report, you're grounded still for another two weeks. I even got to the point where I asked his teacher, I do real estate. I have a pretty flexible schedule. I can definitely schedule in an entire day of following you around fucking school and attending classes with you. If that's what needs to happen so that your friends don't even feel comfortable around you, you want me to wreck your friendships in order for you to do well in school so you stop fucking around and getting up and talking and disrupting class and whipping your phone out every 10 seconds? That's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: You're grounded for two weeks. And I'm like, you think I want you to be grounded? I was looking forward to fucking playing video games with you this weekend. You know? Like, I love playing video games with you. I love how passionate he is about some of these games, you know? Like, he's taught me quite a few things that he's learned just by watching. You know, kids are always watching YouTube videos of other people playing. Right. It's actually pretty helpful. (laughs) You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, they learned some cool shit. But I'm just like, dude, we don't want to punish you. I need, But I need you to understand that this is all you. This is your fault, not ours. And I don't need to be upset at us because you're grounded. You're grounded because you're fucking up. And I need you to do better. And I, I just wish, which I don't think he'll understand till he's a father himself. I just wish he understood that it's because I love him. It's because I'm, I'm absolutely in love with my son, my daughter, that I, I feel like this is necessary. Right. I just want you guys to be...
1: Better than I was, one hundred percent. You said it just perfect. I want you to do better than I did, right? And that's how I feel too. You know, I feel the exact same way. And my delivery sucks, right? Our delivery, it's, you know, yeah.
0: you you feel bad. You do. You you don't. Well, I'm shaking, man. I'm fucking
1: pissed. Like, I just got told that my son is being a little shithead. Yeah. For an hour, I'm listening to this, and 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 it also comes back to the well. That's that's a reflection of. Yeah me Ooh. yeah and and so it's it's one of those things where not only not only are you just you're you're crushed right you're soul crushed because your 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 child is is not successful in this in this moment whatever it is but it, it's also a direct reflection man and you're a little bit embarrassed because you're like shit i i'm not a bad parent right you're going you're, you know you're dealing with those that stuff too i don't know you know i i feel the same way like like, uh, uh, getting, getting shamed on social media, you know, like, yeah. like he got called out on social media for picking on another kid. And I'm like, gosh, everybody knows who that is. Yeah. Everybody knows that that's my son. Right. You know? And then you start that all those thoughts run through your head, you know, you're like, gosh, dang, man. I just wish, I wish he'd have done better. Yeah. I wish he'd have done better. You know
0: what's crazy? My son hit me with a line being a smart ass. That fucking crushed me. And I've been trying to think of the right way to explain it to him because I don't think it makes sense. But you as a father might understand. To where I give zero shits what people think about me. I don't give a fuck. I will be me in every room and every time for whatever the fuck reason it is. I don't give a shit. And he's like, well, if you keep always telling me that I should never care about what people think about me, then why do you care so much when I get in trouble and stuff like this? And I'm like, damn, you little shithead. That's a good point. Oh, he spun that on you so fast, didn't he? Oh, that's smart. (laughs) And I'm like, it's because I care so deeply about you. I don't want you to look bad. I don't... It's not me that I give a shit about. It's this that you're doing is making you look bad.
1: And it hurts me. You know, it's... it's That's a, that's an amazing observation. Like he, he, boy, he, that one has. He's fucking quick. It's pissing me off. (laughs) Well, you know, and, and the thing is, is it's not that you, you're not, you're not teaching him for people to not care about what they think about him for him to be negative. You want him to be successful and to tell the haters to fuck off. Right. right? And that's the thing is like, go do your thing, man, and climb the world, climb that ladder and take over the fucking world. And tell everybody who tries to hold you back to fuck off. Don't be the guy holding people back. Right. Right. Don't be that guy. And think that it's that's so hard what hard to explain. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's that's, really rough. That's, that's tough, man. That's a hard one. But I know exactly what you're saying, you know? And because yeah. and, he makes a point. Yeah. Know? Right. <laughs> like, and I get it. Like, you're like,
0: damn. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm that still trying fire. to figure
1: out how the fuck
0: to even try and explain <laughs> this back to him. <laughs> But uh, I feel like it was one of those revelations he had where I remember one time I was like 10, maybe. And my mom was like, hey, go do this and this for me. And I was like, you know, I don't have to do that. Really, in my mind, it was a realization of just because she told me to do something doesn't mean I actually have to go do it. It was just a click in my brain. And I said it out loud. Well, she flipped the fuck out. Well, just takes her
1: shoe off and whoops the bloody hell out of you. (laughs) Actually,
0: my mom never touched me. Okay. Never, and uh, that had a good and a bad effect. So my dad was rough, real fucking rough. So she didn't want to be the same, right? So um, she never hit me. The worst she ever did is she tried to put soap in my mouth, jumped on my back, and I slammed her against the wall and ran right like and I didn't mean to I'm just like trying to get her to fuck off me and we slammed in the wall so she let go and I fucking ran I was like I'm out so she never hit me ever but that the whole her thing was psychological okay that's why I was so good at it because her thing was like I'm not mad at you I'm disappointed that I feel like I'm failing you and like so it like turns into this whole guilt trippy fucking like now I feel like shit you know, like, that was her thing. But I don't know where we're at with this. Yeah, just kids. Just kids. <laughs> just kids. So, I'd say long story short, um, if you're thinking of having children, think about it hard. It is hard as fuck, 90% of the time. Do that? Does that 10% make up for it? Hell yeah. It really does. That 10% of just realizing, the first realization that you're a father is just heart expanding. You know, it, it's crazy. I never thought I could love something so much, you know, than my children. Right. And then, uh, but like hearing them for the first time say they hate you,
1: that killed me. That's got a crush. I, yeah. I, I haven't hit that yet. It's an not, not to my face. Not to my face. I'm sure he said it to his buddies. Right, of course. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah, definitely. Guaranteed. My dad's a prick. I, I, I know that one. Oh, I yeah. has got to be there.
0: But the uh, same thing. My daughter hit my wife with that one the other day.
1: Oh young. yeah. Yeah. So uh, was pretty hurt. bad. That, but... one's, that was gonna hurt that that will hurt my wife too when when that day comes. I think uh, you know children. You spend. Uh, you spend a lot of your time keeping them from from killing themselves, and the rest of your time calming them down because they're pissed off because you won't let them kill themselves. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, such a good analogy, uh, dude. Uh, you know. It it really is. It's it's not what sixteen and pregnant shows you. It's not what MTV shows you. You know it's it's really not. There's so much more involved, and uh, and if you're not committed to it, don't do it. Right. Don't do it. Children deserve a lot better. Your ch- your Absolutely. children deserve a lot better. Whether you and you and, and the other ones stick or stay, stay together is completely irrelevant because it's not that kid's fault. Right. And Mom and dad couldn't figure it out. Right. You know, but uh, being a hundred and ten percent. 110% of the time Yeah Or don't get in the game I right. mean that's, that's That's the reality of being there you stuck your dick in a vagina You are now committed
0: Every time you stick your dick in a vagina You just committed 18 years to that woman 100 Not just Not the woman You committed 18 years of dealing with that fucking woman <laughs> Right Because she will be in your fucking ear for the next 18 years Whether you're together or well, not
1: Well And longer than that I mean because Right I mean The you know, you think about all the life events that both of you are going to share with your child. Right. Marriages and and, oh, yeah. and graduations. Everything. Everything. College. Uh, if they go to college. You That's know, uh, the, whole thing, you know the, the whole thing. Uh, well, you know, the whole thing. You're I, there for the rest. You're, you're, you're connected somehow for the rest of your life. Well, my, my biggest thing is, I don't know how... Where are we at? Jesus. We're, we're, we're there, man. We're Almost 90 minutes, yeah. Um,
0: so my biggest thing is, I don't know how fathers can, can lead their children... Um, like that I mean and that's that's a harsh reality too we could probably have a whole podcast on on that but I just wanted to hit on if you bring a child into this this world they deserve everything you never had and everything you are. Yeah you know? I mean that child should be
1: your life. every child deserves the opportunity to have a father in their life right and needs to needs that opportunity. Fathers, and mothers, but fathers make their children better. Right. Committed, dedicated fathers make their children better. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. m- mothers, dedicated mothers do. Uh, a lot of times, you see it. You see it in an opposite light when, especially when couples break up, that you know, uh, especially in in our state, man, that mothers get everything, or at least that was that yeah. was the norm for a long time, and uh, and fathers were excluded from a lot of it, and I think that you know society is is feeling that now, yeah. you know. Fatherless children. Um, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. Uh, you don't have to be perfect. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody expects perfection either. Just be there. You know. I think. Show up. I think. Show up exactly. You
0: know. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I've been to every one of my kids. Everything, and I will be there because, yeah. I remember looking out, and not seeing anybody. Yeah. And that that crushed me every time. It's that's,
1: that's tough, man. It's tough, not seeing your dad. Yeah. You know, at the, at the sports games, you know, I, I, I know that firsthand too. Yeah. Having some, it's a lot of opportunities playing sports and stuff and looking up and, and, uh, and, and not having that. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it's tough, man. It's expensive. Kids are freaking expensive. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, and kids are a huge pain in the ass. But, <laughs> yeah, most of the on, time. Honestly, uh, I, I would, if I, if I, Went back in time with the knowledge that I have now, I wouldn't change a damn thing because I right. love them so you, much. You know,
0: people always ask me if you can go back in time and change one thing, what would you do? I'm like nothing. I'd be too scared to fuck up what I got. Right. You know, like <laughs> I, I wouldn't change a single thing. Not even the things I fucked up. That all made me who I am, and I'm, right. I'm okay with who I am and <clears> what I've brought into this world and, and how this world's going. Yeah. Anyways, kudos, man! You do a great
1: job too, brother. You, you do are, too. You're man. Inspiration for sure. So yeah, I don't
0: know how you did the, the single dad
1: thing for so long too. That had to be rough. It's grind, man. It's a grind. idea. Yeah. We make the decision. You gotta make right. that. You gotta make that decision. I had to make that decision. I was uh, I was in a really shitty place when when my son was born, and I had to make that decision. Right. And I'm, I'm the funny thing is, is I'm closing that chapter of my life and opening a whole new chapter, because I started with the company. That I work for, you know, right before he was born, and it was like I put in, you know, the last last fourteen years of working there have been, you know, started on a foundation of I've got to make it wow. for this kid, you know. I mean that was a foundation of where I'm, my my mindset, That's of working where cool. I'm at, you know. So you know you you do you your your mind changes. You you make that conscious decision, and uh, and anybody who's having children, man, I I better be ready. Certainly yeah. hope you make the conscious decision to yeah. to build that foundation with your children. So Absolutely, man. Well,
0: I'm sure we can go on hours on this shit. Yeah. Just what our kids do and how they piss us off <laughs> and how we can deal with it. But uh, it was very good. Yeah. You know, uh, being a father's blessing, but a cursed one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, you got a shout out? I do. I got my shout out. I, I looked it up while we were talking here. And I... Uh, um, this guy, it's his name is Matt Stutzman, nice. and uh, um, he's about two years older than I am, uh, but he was born without arms. Okay. so okay, According was. to his, according to his Wikipedia, uh, he won. Uh, he competed in the twenty twelve and the twenty sixteen Paralympics. Won a silver medal in twenty twelve. Uh, born without arms uses his legs and feet for almost everything. Uh, obviously, he has to um, holds the world record. For the longest accurate shot in archery, for for Paralympics archery. Wow! So just an incredible, incredible, inspirational dude from Kansas, from Kansas. Nice. And uh, just just what a kick ass story, man. That's my that's my shout out, man. That guy's no excuses,
0: no excuses. I like it. Um, I'm gonna shout out. This is, this is gonna be quick, but. Uh, in Nganu, in the, the heaviest hitter in the world. Um, something Nganu. He's he's the heavyweight champion right now in the UFC. Uh, but he, uh, he hits harder than anybody ever. It's like uh, he hits as hard as a Ford Fiesta can drive at full speed and hit you. Yeah. Damn. Motherfucker. And uh, I want to shout him out because he joined uh, apparently the cast of Jackass. And... Um, somebody took his shot right to the dick.
1: Yeah. Oh, that hurts thinking about it, man. So,
0: I mean, kudos for fucking having that shot. (laughs) Kudos for being man enough to just whack somebody in the dick with it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. But, uh, yeah, man. Oh. Um, All right, well, yeah, check us out on all the social media platforms. Again, this is Tyler Toby Townsend. I'm Brandon. And this is uh, Psychotic Strength. Have a good night. Thank you.